Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. JSU Tiger fans, welcome to episode 172 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today is Mike B. What up, Mike? What's up, Corey? What's going on? What's going on, Tiger fans? All right. All right. Welcome back in. And, of course, we have Superman right out of the booth, Ken Clark. What's going on, Tiger fans? What's up, Corey? What's up, fellas? What's Glad, up? To you. Glad to have you, as always. And back for the second time. I guess he enjoyed it so much that he had to hang out with us again. None other than Levine. Welcome back. What's up, man? I had to come back again. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We enjoy having you. A lot of knowledge, a lot of history with the program. Looking forward to doing a lot more with you in the future because I know you can take us back to before we were even born. Uh, Mike, and <laughs> kid, you, can, you can take us back to give us some Jackson State stories. All the <laughs> way back to McPherson. <laughs> yes, sir. We got to hear it. We got to hear it. So we will be calling on you to get those stories. We got to archive yeah. them. Got to archive them and let this current future generation know what's up with that history. Yeah. But, fellas, the countdown is on. If you're a football fan, whether it's high school, college, the NFL, this is the time of year where you can feel it. I mean, it's it's like it's finally within arm's reach. You can you can almost reach out and touch it. And there's so much going on at 1400 Lent, so much to talk about. So let's talk about it. And guys, yes, I, want, I want to start with Swack Media Day that just took place. I definitely want to get your guys' thoughts on it. But first, I was excited just to see it take place, just to see everybody come together and convene after what we've gone through in the past year plus with this COVID, not having a media day, not having a fall season. So just to see everyone there and, and you know, fight back together. You know, the smack talk is always great. But again, just having everyone assemble, as simple as that is, it's, it means so much nowadays. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah, a lot less depressing this, this time around, so. You know, I enjoyed it not having to, you know, look at the the Zoom calls and the conference calls, you know, at large like we had to last year, and just you know, just see people, you know, right there in front of you on the stage, you know, wearing wearing the the best suits and you know best dress and all that. So uh, I enjoyed it. And it didn't hit me until really a, a few days before Swag Media Day that people were actually going to 
uh, Birmingham. I, I was still thinking Zoom, Zoom, and uh, somebody, uh, I think it was Driscoll, asked me, you going? And I was thinking, what do you mean going? Am I going? And then like, oh, wait a minute, going? Oh, wait a minute, you mean like get in the car, get on the plane? And, yeah, so this is, this well, is you, new. You, you, you media, man. You had, to, you had to go out there, man, but no, it's cool. I, you know what? The, the coolest thing about it to me was um, when we see Swag Media Day, man, lets us know the season is near. Man, I, I'm 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 so excited for this season, and, and and like you said, somebody brought up a good point. No Zoom calls, and 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 let's just be real, man. It's that prime effect, you know. We we it was it was reported that you had uh, almost I don't know the numbers. I think maybe twenty to thirty uh, on an average, and then you had some over two hundred this time around. So mm-hmm. a lot of excitement, man, for this season with the addition of our two new uh, swag foes. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you know, I was I was looking at Twitter and I saw Jamel Hill about you know some of the events and some of the things that that transpired at Swack Media Day, and I'm like, wow, you know, this mm-hmm. is, you know, what a difference a year makes. And it was on ESPN uh, three, I think it was mm-hmm. three, right? ESPN three. It was nonetheless, three. nonetheless, it was three. you know, ESPN, you know, to have that on Swack Media Day, that's huge for us. It was also SEC Media Day, man, and yeah. nobody mm-hmm. talked about it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I mean, yeah. think about that, man. How 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 Swack Media Day overshadowed. The biggest, you know, a big, big SEC. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nobody has talked about SEC media day at all. Right. Not that I yeah. know of. And I think that the, the, the pub that uh, Nick Saban got, it was yep. somewhat tagline to what our swag media day was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. They all yeah. Said, yeah. Let's talk with Nick and see. Let's forget about the rest of. Hey, Nick. Yeah. Let's see what you think about Jackson State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick, talk about the swag. Come on, yeah. <laughs> hey, when you hot, you hot, man, and we all know yeah. why. I mean, I know, I know a lot of the naysayers, and and there's a lot of hate, man, coming from you know the move that we made, you know, less than a year ago with bringing Coach Prime to the, you know, to fourteen hundred J.R. Lynch. But man, let's be real. This is uh, this is the Prime effect, man, and mm-hmm. this is what happens when you take a, a big brand like Coach Prime and you marry it to a, a big HBCU brand like Jackson State. Exactly. So it's uh, it's, it's been beautiful to me. So what were your th- fellas, what were your thoughts on, on Coach Prime making his Swag Media Day debut? I think it was a success because let me tell you, I, I know the, the Zoom was okay, but it's not the same when you have a bigger, life, bigger than life coach and you put him in that spotlight and all of the flair and the excitement. Uh, even the way he talks, he draws that energy into the room, into the conversation. Nothing he talk he talks about is very dull or, uh, or boring. So man, that they hold it on every breath. What is he gonna say next? What is he gonna say next? And and I was sitting there with, what are you gonna say next? Yeah, and, and either it's gonna be good, they are gonna love it, or the other school gonna hate it. Either mm. way, right? Yeah, it's, it's either or. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was something I hadn't. You know, judge. You know, Coach Robert Hughes. He would go in there, and you know, he'd he'd always hit you with some. We're gonna turn him loose. You know, so Man, so like, uh, so I, I enjoyed it. That bear like bear with hair. Nothing beats that. Does a yeah. bad have hair statement? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, man, I, you know what, man, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was good to see Coach Prime, man. He was clean as always, you know. Um, we rolled out a new helmet. We know that that was by his design, and um, I just thought it was, it was exciting. I mean, we had, you know, some of us have had the chance to be in Coach Prime's presence since he's been 
you know, at Jackson State. And, I mean, he commands the room, man. So it was pretty cool to kind of see. But one of the things I love is that he made it about the players. He made oh, it about always. the school. And he always, he always Yeah, he deflected big time. And he didn't want to uh, – but he also, when he had his moments when he was on stage, man, he touched on some things he wanted to talk about. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought he did real well and represented the school well. Right. Absolutely. He knows it. Very impressive. He did a great job. As always, I mean, it's, it's Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, so um, what else would you expect? But I was impressed with the two young men that he brought with him, the two student athletes. Of course, his son, a freshman. You know, that was a, a point of uh, of discussion. You're bringing a freshman who ne- never played a, a snap. But, hey, it's Coach Prime. He can do what he wants to do. If that, if he feels this is the guy, this is the leader, then so be it. I'm not, Who am I to second-guess it? Who are we to second-guess it? But a surprise. Now it's Gaddy. I, I, I wasn't yeah. interested in that. I don't yeah. know if you were, but their interviews, I was impressed. Those guys mean business. Yeah, man, Niles is, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I'm a fan. I, I'm a fan of Niles. I, I just think, I, you know what I thought? I thought from the two players that he brought, I thought both of them represents that Jackson State personality. Right. I thought Niles Gaddy was that, you know, that no nonsense. Mm-hmm. We down to business. I wish, you know, suck a wood, you know, but it's your door. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, hey, hey, this PG, you know, we're not, we're going to keep it professional. But Shador <laughs> says some stuff, man. He got some Jackson State. He got some Jew in it, man. Like, you know, he got, he says some things that's kind of, you know, swagger. circulating. Yeah, he got that swagger. You know, some would call it cockiness, arrogance. He don't, but who are we to say that a freshman? There's no, there's no rules to this. If that kid, mm-hmm. Talked about his preparation. He believes in what he's doing. He's been prepared for this. So you know life. what? His whole, his whole life. life. And, and, and you know what? Who, he was a kid who was going, you know, could have gone P5. And then obviously it was. Man had you know, 30 athletic. So, and, and this is not to, to look down on the swag. I'm not saying he is. But if if he was preparing himself for potentially a power five school and to end up in a swag school, obviously the confidence is going to come with it because he was expecting yes. to get it done at a higher level. You feel like a successful day against the it equates to a blowout. You gotta understand, we not we, we y'all don't really understand. Like, it's players that have different caliber of talent. They all came to JSU, so it's like when you compare us to a regular SWAC team, a different SWAC team, the best. Like, you gotta understand, we didn't come here because we had to. We came here because we chose to. It's a difference. Audio courtesy of HBCU Game Day. I think the biggest thing right. was is do you say it? Mm-hmm. Right. Mike and I today oh, have yeah. been going yeah, back we, and forth. We just we've been going back yeah, and forth on yeah, this. Corey and I went back and forth on this. Yeah. Do you say and, it? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, but and, he could though. Yeah. I, I I think what it does is it, it puts that 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 target on your back that yeah. you don't that you necessarily don't need. But when you think about it, he's had that target on his back his whole life. Yes, he and has. Just, just because, just because who he yeah. is. I'm pretty sure when he played peewee ball, they're like, "Oh, this is Dion's son. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go out here and jack him up." <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sure the 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 um, our opposition is gonna come at it with the same vigor, and I know he's prepared for it because, again, this has been his entire life. He's been, you know, Dion's son his whole life, and he's gonna come here and make a name for himself. Let's be real, whether he made that statement or not. Come on, just because of what Mike B said, that last part, just because he is Dion's son, yep, he had a target on his back the day he signed. It <laughs> got even bigger, though. It got even bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, After this, so, it got bigger. So he, I, I honestly felt 
if you look at the second one when he was talking about, man, they were asking us about other schools, and I'm here thinking he was just really processing this in his mind, and it came out. It came out. We he didn't really get it. It's like, well, we practicing against SEC talent, and most people don't understand what he meant. But if you look I, at the, I understood school, it. Yeah, we understood. Yeah, they it. they, they, they understood school, it too. Yeah, they yeah. understood, but they wanted to make something out of it. But when you look at the what he was Sador was talking about was the complexity of that whole defense as a whole. I'm throwing against these guys every day, although y'all didn't see them in the spring. Mm -hmm. And see, that's what everybody told me. What do y'all doing in the spring? No, you ain't see the competition yeah. he's throwing against in practice. And that, in his mind, was his preparation. That's what he was talking about as far as being prepared. And, yeah, man, just like Levine said, man, I mean, he took the words right out of my head. And, you know, as soon as we hired Coach Prime, uh, you know, and his son committed to be the quarterback at Jackson State, he had a target on his head. And you've heard chatter, you know, through social media, and they, they've been looking – any little clip that they, they could find, you know, to find a little listen that all that that audio that he that he gave was really just, I mean, it's bulletin board material. But like I look at it like this. Uh, the people that's talking on social media are not playing the game. Mm -hmm. If he feels like he can go out there on the field and back it up, I think that's what I, I, he's really only speaking to his preparation. But, you know, they'll omit the other stuff that he said. But I'll say this. Beware of cheap shots. And I challenge oh. anybody. You go out there and cheap shot. He got some goons out there with him now. And I know they know as well that season, the season's going to go about as well as Shador Sanders go. And we're yeah. putting a lot on him. So be careful. That's all Shador, I'm going to put it. That's all Shador I'm going to say. Just be careful. Shador Sanders has a bodyguard by the name of Tony Gray. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so just he keep has, it in the, he has a bodyguard. Keep it in the lines of the game. But that cheap, that cheap, that, that, that cheap that's, you know, that them cheap shots ain't going to fly, man. But no, yeah. no, you know, it, it's. You know, there's a lot of different social media outlets, man, where people talk smack all day. We won't we won't plug them on this show, but what we'll say is is that I mean he just said what they've been saying in real life. He got that yeah, JSU yeah. swagger, and I stand behind him on it. It's a testament yeah. to his leadership because you know that now his teammates are gonna see that and you know the vote of confidence that he's giving to his teammates, they're not gonna want to let him down. And that's what mm. good leaders do. They've already been piggybacking off what he said on social media they've been retweeting it and and reposting it and just really co-signing what he said so everybody's on the same page but uh yeah he, he put it out there you guys have to remember who his father is Deion Sanders <laughs> aka coach prime Deion Sanders doesn't bite his tongue he says what's on his mind good better worse you know he, he just keeps it real and I think Shadur was just being honest you know there's the question like we said do you say it but I don't think the Sanders family looks at it like that they, if they believe it they're going to say it. And, uh, you know, we can't fault them for that. That's who they are. It's genuine. It, it wasn't, you know, staged. It's just that's the question was asking. That's how he felt. And now we just have to back it up on the field. So we'll get a chance to. It's funny when you were saying that. When I was looking at that, in my mind, I thought, that's a young Dion. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a young Dion. Yeah, it is. It's natural. I, I super <laughs> daddy face. In my mind, cognitively, that's Dion. I think there'll be a difference between an 18, 19 year old Shador and a 21, 22 year old Shador. I think oh. if you put him in that same situation, you see something totally different. I agree. I agree. All right. Another great moment at SWAC Media Day was Coach Prime meeting Alabama State running back Ezra Gray. And a lot of people didn't know the backstory until they saw the video. But Ezra Gray actually wrote Coach Prime a letter after the Alabama State versus Jack State game, just thanking him. For, the, for what all he had done to bring attention and exposure to HBCUs and specifically that game, which was on 
ESPN. And Ezra had a great game, uh, one of his best games. Obviously, a lot of people got to see it. So he wrote Coach Prime a letter thanking him, and Coach Prime called him, right? He gave him a call, so they started to kind of build a relationship, and I think they met for the first time at SWAC Media Day, and it was called on camera, and, and Coach put up this great uh, post talking about how he almost cried, and that got him a lot of a lot of attention. And just po- positive seeing those two come together and what he done, and it really be recognized by other schools and other players because, you know, we get a lot of hate on what Coach Prime is yeah. doing, but for him to be mm-hmm. appreciated, that was special, special moment. Well, I just think, um, I think, I think we got an opportunity just in the African American community. Period. When, when it comes to something like that, I think we uh, we got a ways to go. And I think um, one of the we, we have a phenomenal opportunity with Coach Prime coming to Jackson State. I've learned so much from Coach Prime. You know, putting your emotions aside to help you know lend a hand to help your fellow man, and, and he has a consistent message that he's been saying since he's been here. Man, is that you know. He want him to do everything he can for all HBCUs. Now, I know when we hear that as some JSU fans hear that, they're like, why are we worrying about him or worrying about them? Just focus on Jackson State. But see, this man has a much bigger calling. And, you know, the sooner we appreciate that, the more we can really kind of learn from it. That man's reached out. He's, he, he's even said some other things to try to help. Now, will these coaches respond to it? Hey, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But uh, it's pretty refreshing to see. I just think yeah, we have an opportunity, though. I went to Twitter, and there were a lot of critics and detractors and naysayers. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, there are a few of them out there. And I've been I've been following their timelines lately, and none of them say anything about this. But when 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 Coach Prime came in, there was a lot of oh, this is all about him. You know, how is he going to bring mm. this program down? This is this, this, he's not genuine. I would challenge them to to tweet that now. I, I want to see how the ages for them. In, in the light of seeing transpire since he's been here. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we would spend a day's time if we just highlight the good that right. coach prime has done since he's been there. We can just stop focusing on the hate and, and all the naysayers and the negativity. If we just highlighted what this man has done in his short time at Jackson state, it's been nothing short of absolutely phenomenal, man. So, I mean, kudos to coach prime and what he's doing. Um, I know we all excited. And if they, Hey, you know, closed mouth don't get fed. You know, we we may right. be touching on some of the other stuff that, you know, that he's done. But that's, I just nothing. You know, thumbs yeah. up to Coach Prime for what he's doing. Well, I got uh, something uh, I can't close my mouth about, and that is okay. the uh, all swag selections, preseason all swag. What did you guys think of that? Mm. It's two people came to mind. I, I was looking for their name, and I was disappointed when I didn't see him. Um, mm. and, and number one would be Nugget. Oh, I thought yeah. Nugget was the uh, yeah. best cornerback that I saw play. I mean, we played six games and. You know, he he represented himself extremely well, uh, had some really good moments in the spring. I mean, to not even get a second team selection is 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 questionable to me. Slap in the face. Um yeah, it's just it's just it's just it's motivation. And then the other one I would say uh would be Warren Newman, actually. He had a really good um I, I could see I, I thought he did enough in the spring to uh garner because he 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 lit up um Alabama AM and had a big had some big moments against Grambling. I mean he yeah. he was consistent all 
you know, all, all, all spring season long, you know, six games, um, yard, a lot of yards, a lot of catches. Uh, I think he had the most catches, but probably not the most yards. But he was a must game planner now. He yeah, yeah. So then, 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 when, yeah, then when you throw in the special teams piece, I just thought that Warren Newman and, and Nugget should have been on either a first or a second team. Nugget first yeah. team, Warren Newman at least second team. Yeah. At least. Right. And in the argument that they're making about Nugget is without merit because if someone, a team, game plans against not throwing to your side yeah mm-hmm. or let, what do you want the kid to do he's doing his job mm-hmm. there that's is right in there mm-hmm. if they're Nugget Island. there he's doing his job mm-hmm. and i think old school we used to call that putting him on an island mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that used to get a lot of credit for that you know but now this dude got punished no, for that. now it's no i guess no stats so he can't right, be right Oh, it's wicked. Well, when you go play. when you go to a te- when you go to a game and you look at the pass attempts, and you you know I know I know they not they not breaking it down to the ump play by play. Right. They just looking at stats. It's not. It doesn't tell the whole story. And if they basing that that the, the preseason rankings or the preseason All American selections off, you know, play by play, then I think they do Nugget a, a great disservice because they avoided it. Mm-hmm. They avoided yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they yeah. avoided it, and. Uh, and, and, and I think he's being punished when he should have been celebrated for that fact. Absolutely. No I doubt. got one, one more thing. One more thing about Nugget. If we can go back to that first game against Edward Waters, right. I still just like – every time I look at that play, man, when Nugget tackled the guy, stripped the ball, and ran it back. Right. I mean, he got robbed of a stat right then because he actually yeah. tackled it. That was a tackle – that was a, a a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and a return for a touchdown. And they just, you know, swag, swag referees did what they do. No doubt. Well, you know, the beauty of it is that now we have a full fall season for him mm. to, uh, you know, make some noise. And I, I I, I think he'll do enough to get that recognition this time around. No doubt. All right, fellas, what else is new? We got the announcement from ESPN that the uh, the fall schedule for the SWAC, a lot of the games will be televised. We have a total of 39 games, including the SWAC championship and the Celebration Bowl that will be televised on ESPN, whether it's ESPN 1, 2, 3, ESPN 29, whatever. It's going to be on ESPN 30. We will That's be on lot. ESPN as a conference 39 times. That's huge. Now, right here, obviously, this is the time where we can give Coach Prime his credit, but I think the SWAC as well, you know, because it's one thing for Coach Prime to be at Jackson State and bring the attention. But I think overall as a conference, we have to be healthy, you know, and have quality teams and a quality product to put on display. So kudos to the the SWAC in general and all the teams really just stepping up their game from a recruiting standpoint and just having a a solid quality product to be on the screen because all the games aren't Jackson State. Right here, and the SWAC commission, yeah, yeah, McClellan doing a great job of of leveraging the talent. And the pageantry, as Jay Walker would say, of uh, the SWAT. I mean, the SWAT got all the classics, man. The top classics now with adding Fethoon Cooper and Fam You yeah. got the Florida classic. Um, but man, like you just mentioned, the SWAC did it. Did and maybe it was just me, but it felt like a it's a it felt like a super conference, man. And I and I know we I know the Tiger Talk of the fourteen hundred club is more dedicated to Jackson State, but you know. Hey man, we can shout out some of these teams. I mean, a lot of these teams are going to be on 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 ESPN because they play good football. 
You know, right, right. Um, all corn right. is coming back. You know, they did. They've had a really good run over the past six, seven seasons. Southern has played good ball, and the list goes on. UAPB's better. I'm not gonna name everybody, but adding in that that Bethune Cookman in Florida A&M, um, yeah. they've done a good, good job move. of branding and marketing. Just it's just um, look at the mar- I, I, from from a from a from a uh, just a a marketing standpoint. You pick up Florida, you pick up. Atlanta, Georgia, with the starting in Atlanta with college game day and ending in Atlanta with the celebration bowl. And then you get Louisiana all the way across to Texas. You got the whole South, uh, uh, uh really the whole South, the, the, the dirty South, man, you know, represented, uh, from, from the, from the, uh, from the, uh, the swack. And it is definitely a coach prime effect, but, but we, we want to thank coach prime for, 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 for getting HBCU back on TV in the front. And now we know that there were some games on ESPN prior to Coach Prime, but not to this magnitude. So right, right. Um, all the schools should be happy. We Like he said, this year we on, 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 on three, four, and five. We want to see more games on ESPN two and, 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 and one. So right. kudos to him for that. Have you all realized the FCS, now the face of FCS is mm-hmm. the swag? Wow. Correct. Especially when it comes to media, and I've seen I, I belong to one of the other boards, and they are they are, they don't like it, but mm-hmm. they see I think they don't like it because they're if they're true to themselves, they see they have something you know that they can learn from what we're doing in the SWAC to uh, make our conference marketable, not just one team, but make our our conference. Because in the swag, let's be honest, it's any given Saturday with most teams. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And that makes exciting football. No doubt. Well, when you start seeing high, highly talented players coming back to HBCUs, yes, you know, Jackson State leading the forefront of that through, you know, Coach Prime and his staff. They've done a remarkable job, top 55 class. But let's be honest about something. 54, These PW. I said top 55. I didn't say 54. You're right, brother. You got me. You got me. <laughs> Let me say this, though. Let me say this, though. These PWIs, oh, my goodness, man. These PWIs have only had a leg up based off of what? Facilities and what they had to offer these players. But, our, you know, you're looking at 70% African-American on most of these uh, PWI rosters. Yeah. Man, when you get your players coming back to the SWAC, there's, it, there's no other FCS program, conference, or anybody that that can brand themselves like an HBCU can, man. That, that we we got the culture, we get the TV presence, and now when we start getting some facilities and the players, oh man, they can hang it up. They That's can scary. hang it up, man. That's scary. And, they That's should scary. be. And Ken, and when we get the uniforms and the helmets, like this chrome oh. helmet oh. that was unveiled, oh. that did that did spark some controversy. If it wasn't no controversy, it wouldn't be Jackson State, it huh? It wouldn't be Jackson State. No, no. So let, let, me say this. let me say this to the listeners. Sometimes we have to be the voice of reason because they act on emotion. And then you have some people who are, who are caught up in the traditional look, which is I'm not saying that it, that's a bad thing. Uh, but I, I, I will – and this is not trying to spin it or change anybody's opinion, but two things. Number one, that helmet that you saw is not – the one and only heaven. It's not like we're going to play in that 11, 12 times. So let's realize this. We have a number of helmets. I guarantee yeah, you, your favorite helmet, you will see it, whether it's the block, whether it's the, and I don't want to give too much away, but whatever yeah. you had in mind for Jackson State, from a uniform standpoint, from a color mm-hmm. standpoint, from a helmet standpoint, chances are you will see it. You're just not going to see it 10, 11, 12 times. That's right. number one. And then number two, for those who don't like it, the kids love it. 
The players yes. love it. The recruits Correct. love it. And I'm yes. pretty sure you'd rather have a winning product. It, winning cures all. So you know, these kids are looking at these, these big schools with the flashiness, and they see that an HBCU can provide the same thing. It draws them in. And honestly, it, I'm a traditional guy. Don't get me wrong. Don't take this the wrong way. My old heads. I'm a traditional guy. I'm black. I'm, you know, I'm just like that, just like you are. But these kids, unfortunately, they don't care about it. Yeah. Well, the block ain't going nowhere. I mean, the block yeah. is here to stay. I mean, yeah. you know, it's yeah. protecting it's, it's block. Stay, but yeah. you, you have but ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with our in our history that uh it it it, it uh makes us gives us something to be proud of, something to 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 uh uh sit around and tailgates and talk about. So it's an important aspect of our history. But as you say, we can't get stuck back and take it from somebody who loved JSU history. I can accept that we're moving and making new uh, uh, new history for a new generation. I can't force what I like in my history back in the six, the seventies, and uh, uh, yeah, the sixties. I was there. And, <laughs> <laughs> I told you before we were born. <laughs> I told it, but I had to own it. So we're gonna yeah. do a whole, whole to series it, of talk to talk history. Yes, so, you history. So that's my Levine. point. Huh? We're gonna do a whole series of, of shows. Yes, you history with Levine. <laughs> yeah, hey, when I said it's 60s, I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, 68. My dad just got there. I was there, so <laughs> mm. Mm. yeah. You know, I, I get it. You know, um, traditional al- al- alumni, I understand that our senior alumni, we do love it and we appreciate y'all. We're gonna keep some of those traditions there, but right. sometimes you gotta switch it up. And to be honest, our alumni, they don't they can't run a four four and forty and they don't have any eligibility left. So we got to do something to attract the young kids. That's cool. I'll say this about that too, is that um, winning, Corey, you said winning cures all. I think a lot of the gripes that you've seen has just been, man, it's just been a bad seven years, Mm. you know, of like losing. And I call it, I call call it, uh, we got, we got, uh, we got, we got JSU PTSD because we've, uh, we've been, we've been losing, man. And so, when you're losing, everything is a as everything is a problem. I can assure you, man, that if they got that shiny helmet with I believe, they can put J.R. Lynch on the side of them helmets. If they holding up that swag, you know what I'm saying? If they holding that swag trophy up at the end of the year, man, no. nobody is going to care if they was if it was a block on the helmet. Now, don't get me wrong, it's gonna well, be a somebody few. will. We are talking yeah. about Jackson State. I, I had to correct myself. We are talking about our, our beloved, you know, alum and, and family and friends and supporters. We know how it goes. But like you guys have said, this is a new era. You know, we 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 we're all parents on this on this on this podcast. We all understand that you know these kids love it, man. And and and, and if that's what it's gonna take. It used to be a time we watched uh, uh, others. Uh, we could watch JUCOs. We had JUCOs that had better uniforms than us. Oh not God. anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. And I'm not gonna say nothing else about them. The uniforms are fire though. Saw a little peep under the tent, and but yeah, more, yeah, yeah. more, more, like, more reveals are coming. You know, we. Oh have my the, goodness. Yeah, we, we. You know, we're fortunate to get a little. Uh, sometimes we we get we see some things or hear some things in advance. So right, uh, just, right. Just bear with just uh, a little bit every now and again. We don't share it though. Just that's part of design. I know that's part of the marketing plan. You just made up a good point. Coach Prime is a master marketing genius, man. He is. So, so yeah, when you look at when he first showed up to, to, to Jackson State, he was saying, What we gotta believe. He's like, I believe this, I believe that. And just like that, he got a J with a I believe going through the side of it, slap that on the helmet. 
I mean, come on, man. Come on now. Chrome helmet? Yes, sir. All right, that's all I got. I wonder how many people go to Oregon to play on that green field or go to uh, Boise State with the blue field. To play with that blue field, man. Come on. Come on. And one last thing to your point, Corey. Decals on helmets are adjustable. So it might look one way today. Tomorrow it can look totally different. So stick stick in there. Absolutely. And uh yeah, and again for you traditionalists, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm with you. I get it. I, I understand it. I'm I'm all about the tradition as well, protecting the brand, displaying the brand. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, I understand it from both sides. I understand that we we want that that logo and that brand to be prominent, but at the same time, as I stated, the kids love it. So, you know, Pro- Coach Prime is going with it. So I, I'm I'm with him. You know, whatever direction he goes in, I'm with it because at the end of the day, I know he's gonna put a great product on the field that we're gonna be proud mm-hmm. of. He's growing the university. Not just the athletics department, but he's growing the university. So if he wants right. a, a, the chrome helmet with the a decal on it, then hey, let's let's roll with it. All right, what else is new, fellas? New, new, new. Turf mm. practice turf. field. Turf. Oh practice my goodness. Field. Mm. Turf. I think we arrived on campus in November. Brand new locker room will be complete probably by November with all the bells and whistles, players' lounge, barbershop, everything. Brand new turf field. Wow. We're doing a grass field right here. That should be done in probably about a month. So we'll have two practice services. We deserve this. Our kids need this, they wanted this. And we went out and hustled Worked our butts off and got it. Walmart, I thank you. NFL, I thank you. And Smack, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for everything we're accomplishing. Man, oh man. Man, it looks so good out there. Yeah. It's it's as you we 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 could almost get emotional, man. That 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 feel is unbelievable, man. Man, you can't it's a long me. time coming. Long time coming for I, I'm so happy for those players in the university. Beautiful, beautiful feel, man. I can't count how many times I just pulled the pictures up just to look at. Just to look, man. You took the words out of my mouth. I stared. I'm in awe. It, it, it's just, it's unreal. It, it's unbelievable to see, especially yeah. in such a short amount of time, because this is something that we've been talking about and talking about and talking yes. about. And it's like overnight. A lot of people didn't know what was going on. A lot of people were asking me, what's going on? Or what are they doing? And then just seems like two, three days later, boom, it's there. And you see the pictures and you're like, wait a minute, where did this come from? How did this happen so fast? <laughs> It used to hurt, man, to see our see our coaches have to put our players on the bus and drive them up to Germantown mm-hmm. or drive them over to Forest Hill. Mm-hmm. It's it's so cool, man. That you know we should have had it already, you know. But I'm so thankful that we got it now. It's so dope. And that block JSU, hey, you're oh, talking about yeah. branding. You're talking about tradition. come on, man. Right. You're talking about tradition. Yeah, those got who the navy blue block JSU in the middle of the field. Oh it's my that, goodness, bro. man. And the bone blue. Yeah. And. And also, and was, yeah, I like that. I like that. Some people want to know why, but it goes to what he was saying. He, he He's here for the baseball team, the basketball team, even the band. And he just, it, even though he just put a little blue on both sides, it was a shout out to our, uh, our Sonic Boom and that tradition that goes along with that boom, too. I love how all inclusive he is, you know, c- including the boom and, and considering the track team and talking about the soccer team and just you know right. things with the cheerleaders. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how inclusive he is. 
and we also we have the grass practice field that's coming. It should be completed in August. So uh, how huge is it going to be? And Coach Prime talks about the importance of having those two fields. What can we get done in practice now? Mm. Run the offense you- on one, defense on another. We can multitask better. Oh, yeah. I mean, he mentioned it in the past. He just said, you know, you can maximize one hour. In one hour's time, you got to practice. If you split in the same field, I mean, now you're just showing out, Coach Brown. We we love it, man. (laughs) I mean, think think about it like this. In preparation, though, imagine when you're going to a stadium to play against a team that has a grass field. So right. you get to practice mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're going to to play against um, a Southern, you're going to Mumford, guess what? We're going to practice on that turf field. If it's going right. to be raining, you might wet the field up a little bit. So you kind of getting those guys prepared, you know, for preparation because not every well, SWAC school is going to be playing on turf. Well, Southern's still going to find a way to cheat no matter how we prepare. It's good in theory. It's cool. <laughs> we do know in the past we had a swag school that went down the field on game day when we played them. So, as the history teacher, the history teacher, Mr. Levine, the yeah. Alabama yeah. schools too, they they always find a way to kind of, you know, um, cheating don't know, matter if, if, if yeah, cheating don't matter. Like QB1 said, if we get that what blowout, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> cheat all you want. Don't, don't get back started. Get like, don't get back started. We've already done that. I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> also, fellas, uh, along with the, what's new, you know, we talked about the grass practice field coming in August. Also, the new locker room coming in November with players yeah. lounge, barbershop, uh, juice bar. I mean, the work. So I look at I don't know if you follow those accounts, those recruiting accounts where the top prospects go on their official visits and they'll they'll take all of the videos and stories that those recruits post and they'll put it like on, on their own site. And right. You can mm-hmm. see when they visit out about Alabama. You can see when they visit LSU. You can see the oh. facilities. And I, I yes. can't lie, man, they, they look great. And I can see why they're attracted to those places now obviously coach prime has always talked about not necessarily wanting kids who need those things he wants kids who just wants the basics the necessities doesn't need the bells and whistles just wants an opportunity to, to go pro obviously you need your food you need a place to stay the place to sleep stuff like that but it's nice you, you, you can't deny it it's nice so to hear that we're incorporating some of those things that's going to help us from a recruiting standpoint i mean that's huge yeah big time yeah man. Yeah. yeah it's going to help us get that five star yeah. it's the little things that we as adults don't see the kids look for when you're recruiting a man a juice bar uh or the uh the training table i heard players say they're looking forward to the training table mm. something's so, so small but it's so big like yeah yeah exactly that's that's, uh, that's my point i i remember man we did a show um not too long ago we talked about what you get out of going to an HBCU, talk about a, a safe haven that, you know, uh, HBCUs offering a, a great campus life that can't, that PWIs can't really compete with. The one thing that they always have had, they had more money and they had better facilities. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. If you give a HBCU the facilities that look like a PWI, mm-hmm. there is, that's a recipe for winning. And like Mike said, that might be the one thing that lands that five star, but a barbershop, Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, players lounge. Come on, man. This is this is Coach Prime talks about leveling the playing field, and that's what. Oh my goodness, that, that's what he's been talking about. That literally the playing field because again, if you can give them that experience and they can yes. similar, not not even the same. But see, I know we talk about leveling the playing field, and Coach Prime even said, "I don't want to level the playing field. I want to have the advantage." That's great, but even <laughs> right. if we can't level it, even if we can get close from a from a facility standpoint, the HBCU environment, the culture, exactly. just. The, the being on the yard, the lifestyle, I think yes. that'll tip the balance. 
Right. And look, we need to speak, hitting on what you said, Corey, there's a player that uh, a parent relayed to me that her son said for the, he said to her mom, for the first time, I feel like I can be myself. Speak on it, Levine, because we've talked mm-hmm. about it. But you don't have to say a player's name, but but tell right, tell the right. story. What, what all did he say? He said for the first time that he's been playing uh, uh, ball, and uh, he feel like since he's been at Jackson State, he found himself and he feel like he can be himself. And that it, it was more important to him than the facilities. Now, they come out of this kid's mouth. So this is a kid that uh... – Played majority of his career at predominantly white institutions. Yes, indeed. He was a P five transfer. I'll say that. Yes. Okay. He came from big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that blew my mind. That that's man. That's so powerful, man. I I don't have nothing to add, but man, that that gave you chills, man. Because you know we all know, you know we all went to Jackson State. We all know what this institution means to us. And we all know what it's like to be outside of a space where we comfortable, where we not comfortable. And we also know what it's like to be amongst family. And when, you know, I'm just so happy that coach prime is here to see that. And then I I can see coach prime taking it to that next level, because if you just got Jackson state being the only school that's got some of these goods, we kind of go stick out like a sore thumb and we can beat everybody. You know, we can beat the crap out of everybody or whatever, but imagine if all of the schools, get on that level now you're talking about a brand of football that that's in the swag that's going to be second to none really it can be and that's what the haters are missing you know and i think a lot of it is jealousy when they see coach prime come to jackson state combined with the brand that we have they know they know the writings on the wall from from a football standpoint they know that they they're not going to be able to compete so they get their jabs in and get their jokes in but what they're not realizing is that he truly is here to do it for everybody and they're slowly starting to realize that you're seeing less and less of the of the hate uh, with the, you know, obviously what came out recently with what he's mm. trying to do, the, the the offer that he put out there, not even an offer, yeah. just re- for Coach Dancy at Mississippi Valley right. State, not an offer, right. but just saying, right. hey, uh, we're here, yeah. what do you need? Coach Dancy, Mississippi Valley, we had a wonderful conversation with, with your kids that were there at Media Day, man. How can we help you get this? Everybody, everybody out there listening to this, how can we help Mississippi Valley State get the same darn thing we got? Because our kids ain't no better than them. They deserve it as well. It shouldn't be just us. That's a good brother that loves his kids, love the responsibility that God has placed on his heart, and he loved the position he's in. We need to help him get the resources to do the same darn thing. So they're starting to realize, like, wait a minute. He, he's yeah. really trying to help other schools as well. That was powerful. That was a power move. Wow. I mean, how you wow. you competing against uh, Mississippi Valley and but you know, Coach Dance is a JSU Tiger man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he a Tiger. Yeah. You know, once a Tiger, always a Tiger. We know, you know, on game day, we rooting for Jackson State. You know, and uh, but we also wish him the best. But my goodness, man, I'm excited for Vincent, and yeah. we'd love to see what That's he can do excited. for for them as well, man. We'd love yeah. to see what he can do for them as well. We all it's it's enough to go around, man. And that's the thing that like you said, Corey, that the haters, the haters don't yeah. get. I mean, it goes around in the SEC. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Why, why yes. can't it go around? So yeah. hey, you yeah. see two you, hey, you see two big powerful institutions trying to join the SEC too. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just leave it right. at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they recognize abundance, you know. And and for a long time, a lot of our our you know sweat competitors they saw things as limited, you know, from, from a limited perspective, but 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's enough out there for everybody. So we just have to adapt that mindset of, of abundance and we can go far as a, as a conference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. All right, fellas, what else is new? Well, Coach Prime unveiled that there's a partnership between Jackson State and Walmart as well as Jackson State and the NFL. Now, to some that may, may be considered new, but a lot of us knew about it. We've, we've heard about it. But for him mm-hmm. to put it out there for the fa- for the fan base to to hear it from the horse's mouth, that was huge to understand to or to, to find out that we're partnering with these large corporations. I don't I think specifically for me, the fact that they want to partnership with an HBCU and particularly Jackson State. Right. right. This is what I expected. You know, this is what I anticipated when we hired uh, Coach Prime as, as the head football coach. You know, I expected these opportunities to come about. So to see it come to fruition is it's good. Good thing. Oh yeah, and it 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 shows that we're moving in the trending not only through social media but through uh, endorsement and partnership. We're expanding our brand here at JSU, and that's that that's that's huge. Yeah, and- I think we all knew that uh, when he first, I think was it the um, on his podcast or one of them when he announced that he was going to be the head coach. I think he had Roger Goodell and I think he even spoke to Jerry Jones. So, I mean, we know the relationships are there. We just don't, we, we may not know the capacity of it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's showing. So we're appreciative. And that's another good thing. He's not bragging about that stuff. He's not no. fun. He's give you a little nugget. He hit that so quick in that video. Yeah, he did. Shout out to Walmart. He, out he hit it so quick, but just enough to let the fans know I'm working for you and mm. just be patient. We getting that. And we still got that day of giving coming up in the, in the month of August. So, you know, even though we got partnerships, we still got to make sure we <laughs> donate. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Coming up in August. So we'll, we'll definitely be uh, pubbing that a lot on Tiger Talk to make sure we don't forget about it. The social media team at Jack State, they do a really good job of, of promoting that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put on the day of it. I think they, they get everybody involved. Everybody's retweeting it and then reposting right. it. So uh, you'll definitely hear about it. So. Definitely. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. What else? What else is new, fellas? I think a big 18-wheeler just rolled into town recently. It had a Jackson State logo. It had a Coach Prime, I believe, logo. Got a JSU uh, big-time fan driving it for us at KLM. That's awesome. Wait, what do you mean, a JSU big-time fan? Driving. Well, uh, the, the driver of the uh, 18-wheeler actually works for KLM, but he's also a big JSU fan. Okay. Oh, KLM got him and tagged him uh, to be our uh, 18-wheeler driver. Mm-hmm. Man, I thought the truck looked beautiful. I mean, I, I love the um, the graphics. The stripe going down the middle was beautiful. The block on that thing, you know. <laughs> shout out to our four Hall of Famers, fifth Hall of Famer being our head coach in the, in the late, great WC Gordon, man. Board. Beautiful, beautiful truck. I mean, it puts us in the ball game. Our truck looked better than all the rest of them. Yeah, you know, no, but it, 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 yeah, you're biased, <laughs> but I, I, you're right. I know, I know, I know. It, it, it I just, know. it just pops. We were talking about with light on sports, how, how this stuff just pops. Well, that truck just pops. It stands out. Uh, so it does. it's going to be, I just want to be on, on the interstate one day, not expecting it. And I want to see it just roll past me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that would be nice, though. That would uh, be that, nice. For we those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, the uh, 18-wheeler would be used to transport the football equipment. I know that question has been posed, so that's the primary uh, purpose of the truck. But isn't that, like, great marketing, though, don't you think? Yeah, it's a moving advertising. Like, you can't, you can't see that truck go down the highway, like you said, Corey. You, can, you don't even have to be affiliated with Jackson State, and that's going to put Jackson State on your mind. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's genius, mm-hmm. man. I love that it. Truck has to go from Jackson, Mississippi, all the way down to Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yes, great sir. point. Great <laughs> point. <laughs> all right, great stuff. And I do want to give a shout out to our former head football coach, Coach John Hendrick. He was, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He was announced as the defensive coordinator at Hines Community College. So you know, I, I, they got a good one. That defense, we we oh, know yeah. he's going to get this. Defense going to be good. Yeah, once congratulations, Tiger, Coach Tiger. Yeah, definitely. He he's been on the show. You know, great man. Always respectful of of, of us and giving us our time, yeah. opening right. up and, and, and being transparent. And, and Levine, I know you've been able to work with him oh, closely. Oh, my God. What have your what were your experiences like with our coach? Because briefly, what were your experiences like with Coach Andrew? I found him to be very genuine, and and then yeah. I, I work with all the other recruited coaches doing this uh, academic recruitment thing. But I found him to be uh, uh, very genuine. And uh, very spirit-led type, type of guy, and uh, some of the one-on-ones we would have, it would be about uh, putting the best product with the players, making sure the players had everything they needed, and honesty. That's something that he was totally trying to be totally honest with him. So that was my guy, and uh, I'm happy for him, man. Big shout out to you. Yeah, Hines got a good one. I think that defense gonna be tough. Send us some dogs, coach. Some defensive dogs. I know you got them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got them over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, fellas. Well, you know, we can go at this one all day, all night, because there's so much new, man. And if you're trying to keep up with what's going on at Jack State on social media, it's a full-time job because it just keeps coming. That's true. Shout out, shout out to the social media team. They just keep the news. Oh, my goodness. Every day, all oh, you day. Get up, we get off work, man. You got to take a good 15 minutes to 30 minutes just to get caught up just, every just day. Just to get caught up. Yeah, if you get oh, behind. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can't get behind because, yeah, you'll never catch up. But uh, we'll stay here. Stay tuned right here with Tiger Talk with the 14. Audrey Club, we'll keep you, keep you posted, not only what's new, but also what's next. You know, we have countdown to fall football camp coming up. So we'll be right here for that. Countdown to the actual season kicking off. Obviously, we'll have it all. Basketball, getting back in the gear. Coach Reed, as we speak, is in Atlanta, Georgia, doing some recruiting. So we know she's going to. She's going to land it. Don't be surprised if you see a player on the roster next year from Atlanta. If she's in Atlanta, she's going to bring somebody back with her. (laughs) Looking forward to that. The men's team, they're working. They're quiet. They they like to go about their business. You don't see a lot of flash, a a lot of noise coming from them, but they're getting it done. So definitely looking forward to what they're going to bring to the table. Coach Burke, I know he's out there actively getting it done along with Coach Brent. So looking forward to those guys coming back as as well. We'll be hearing from them soon on on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. And I do want to give a shout out to Coach Juanita Ward, former assistant basketball coach for the women. Team, uh, she's moved on. Uh, you know, we love her for what she's d- brought to the table, especially from a recruiting standpoint. I know she was instrumental in, uh, you know, Sequoia Allman and some of the other Danny Dozens that we brought in. We're going to miss her, but she's moved on and she's she's pursuing her ministry. That's always been her thing. She's a powerful speaker. She spreads the word, so she's going to be doing that full time. So we can't knock her for that. But thank you for what you did for us, Coach Ward. And don't forget our man Omar, Omar, Coach Omar. Absolutely, that baseball team, man. I've had players that come from Louisiana. Y'all know I I love my Southern Louisiana heritage. I've had players, at least three players, that wasn't even on the radar. I can call Omar. He would meet me at that foot baseball field and give these kids individual trials, man. He's done it three times. I call. He never told me Levine, no, Levine, I'm full. He's like, hey. Bring them up. And then if the kid did not pan out, he would put them on our list so the kid could be looked at by other schools and write letters for him. Man, that dude is phenomenal, man. Mm-hmm. 
It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, Coach, Coach Omar Johnson was on the on the show about two weeks ago. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go listen. You know, we don't get to hear from him often, but when he speaks, you know, he he puts it out there. He he let us know a lot, gave us a lot of insight on the baseball team and the program and the direction that they're going in. He's doing some great things from a recruiting standpoint, and we're looking for that team to come back strong next year as well. So a lot going on. Uh, thank you to the fans. I mean, the Tiger Talk ratings, I mean, they're just going up. The numbers continue to climb. We're at an all-time high, so you guys are definitely listening. We love your feedback. Keep it coming, and uh, we're going to keep bringing it. All right, fellas, until next time. All right. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always good. Always a pleasure, man. Great show. Yeah, I'm humbled and honored. Thank you for bringing me back, brother. The history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Levine. They asked you, but born and bred. McKinley Street. <laughs> and that'll do it for episode 172 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show and tell every tiger that you know we're on all podcast outlets apple podcast google podcast spotify Castbox, and so on and we'll be posting each episode on our facebook instagram and twitter pages as always thanks for your support go tigers hashtag i believe hashtag pack the vet hashtag the i love For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.